This is Daniel Gallardo, and you're listening to the Tenkara Cast, a podcast about the simple Japanese method of fly fishing, Tenkara. In the Tenkara Cast, we'll be sharing information on techniques, history, philosophy, and Tenkara stories from anglers all over the world. This podcast is brought to you by Tenkara Yosei, introducing Tenkara outside of Japan since 2009. It's only possible we create content such as this podcast and videos because of your support. So we thank you so very much for purchasing Tenkara Yosei rods, lines, and flies. I hope you enjoy learning more about the simple method of fly fishing. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Tenkara Cast. I hope you have been enjoying the different thoughts and interviews and episodes that I have been putting out in this podcast. Um, we've had some requests for me to talk about gear,、uh, more specifically the Tenkara rods, lines, and flies that we offer and how to go about deciding、uh, which ones to get. I、uh, thought this would be timely because we've talked about gear that I use outside of the rods, lines, and flies. And、uh, with holiday sales coming around the corner, you know, I thought you'll be very good for this episode to come out right now. Um, you know, I don't like to see this、uh, podcast as a vehicle to sell stuff, but a lot of people have been asking、uh, for this. And I, you know, I do think it's important to understand how to decide which rod, line, and fly to get. Because even though Tenkara is simple and when we go out, we're not carrying much stuff,、um, I totally recognize that when we're shopping for the Tenkara rod, the first Tenkara rod, you know, especially. Like anything else, you, you know, there's, it's kind of daunting.、Uh, we don't have a huge number of options, but、uh, you know, how, do we, how does one go about selecting the right rod, the right line, and the right fly to start fishing with? So, today's episode, I'm going to give a very brief overview of the equipment used in Tenkara, and then I'm going to talk specifically about the lineup of rods that we offer at Tenkara USA.、Uh, I'm going to talk about the Different, the two different lines that we offer、uh, for Tenkara, and then the four flies. And,、uh, and the flies are probably the easier part because you know, it's more on the philosophy and that kind of thing.、Um, but let's talk about the overview of the equipment that you need to use for Tenkara rods. First of all, on average, a Tenkara rod is 12 feet long.、Uh, all Tenkara rods that we offer are telescopic. They all telescope down to an average of about tw-、uh, 20 inches or so,、um, nine segments, give or take. A couple of rods,、uh, three of the rods that we offer, we have five different rod options,、uh, and I'll talk about those specifically in a few minutes. But some of them are adjustable. You can fish them at three different lengths or two different lengths. Some of them are designed to fish at one specific length. But let's,、uh, let me backtrack a little bit. 12 feet is an average length of a Tenkara rod. At the end of the rod, you're going to be tying a line, a fixed length of line.、Um, usually, it's going to be about the same length as a rod when you're just beginning. At the end of your Tenkara line, you're going to tie approximately four feet of tippet. Tippet is just a thin fishing line that goes between the line and the fly. And then you have fly. Uh, there's no need for leaders in Tenkara in the traditional Tenkara lines that are offered、uh, by us.、Uh, you just go straight Tenkara line, tippet, fly, and that's it. No need to complicate things with leaders.
Now, I mentioned the Tenkara rods are on average 12 feet long. If you're coming from a western fly fishing background, uh, that might sound really long, but uh, essentially we're substituting running line for rod. Um, you know, you can ask anybody and they'll tell you that once you start fishing with a Tenkara rod, 12 feet is really not, you know, that long. It's not nearly as intimidating uh, as it sounds. So I just want to put that kind of to rest early on. That Yeah, it sounds long, but um, that's the average length of a rod, and you get used to it very quickly. Now let me talk specifically about the lineup of rods that we offer, why we have different rod models, and how we go about deciding which rods to get. So our rods range from 8 feet 10 inches to 14 feet 7 inches. Um, the, and there's five different rod models that we offer. The first one, I'm going to go with kind of a, a sanding order of length. I'm going to start with the shortest and talk about the longest at the end. The shortest rod that we offer is the Rodo, uh, R-H-O-D-O. And we named it after Rhododendron, uh, which is a kind of tree that um, is all over eastern streams in particular. And it tends to make the streams very kind of tight and requires a shorter rod. So the first rod in our lineup is the Roto. And the Roto is a cool rod because it's an adjustable rod. You can fish it at three different lengths. You can fish it at 8 feet 10 inches, 9 feet 8 inches, 10 feet 6 inches. Uh, there's, they're specifically designed to be fished through those three different lengths by a little bulge in uh, one of the segments. And also there's a special plug that we developed to hold everything in place. Uh, the next rod up from the Roto in terms of length is going to be the Sato. Uh, the Sato is also an adjustable rod. You can fish it at three different lengths, but it's a little bit longer. You can fish it at 10 feet, 8 inches, uh, 11 feet, 10 inches, 12 feet, 9 inches. The Roto is probably kind of our bread and butter, our main recommendation. Uh, that covers the main lengths of Tenkata rods on average. Uh, very versatile kind of rod. After the Roto, uh, we have the Iwana. The Iwana is the name of a fish uh, in Japan, and it's probably, it, it's actually one of the very first rods that we developed. We've had a couple of different iterations of the Iwana, but it's been our most, one of our most popular rods since we started selling it uh, six and a half years ago now. The Iwana is designed to be fished at 12 feet long, so it's not an adjustable rod. It's still a telescopic rod, but not adjustable. Uh, it's also a great value rod. It's a little cheaper uh, because you don't have the adjustability and that kind of thing. After the, ro uh, sorry, after the Iwana, we have the Amago. The Amago is a 13 and a half foot long rod, and it's what we classify as our big fish rod. So if you know you're constantly going to be catching larger fish, like and by larger I mean 18, 20-inch fish and over, very often the Amago is the rod to look at. And after that we have the fifth and last rod in our lineup. We have the Ito. And the Ito is an adjustable rod that you can fish at 13 feet long or 14 feet 7 inches. So that kind of gives you the sense of the length of the Tenkata rods. And that's going to be the primary distinction among all of the rods that we offer is going to be the length. Um, over time, I have kind of 
simplified uh, the rod options in terms of action and that kind of thing. They all fish somewhat similarly. Um, the length is going to be the main distinction, with the exception of the Amago that has a lot more kind of beefiness to it, a lot more backbone and that kind of thing, and it's our big fish rod. Now, how do you go about deciding which rod to get? That's a very common question. And before I delve into that, I want to put something to rest here, and I want to make your kind of put your mind at ease a little bit. Uh, don't overthink the decision too much because the rods, regardless of the rod that you get, you can use it in a variety of different waters. They're not so specialized that, you know, like the Amago, for example, it's our big fish rod. It's not so specialized that when you catch a small fish, you're not going to feel anything or anything like that. Um, it might be a little bit too long in some smaller kind of streams, uh, but you can always kind of choke up on the grip and that kind of thing. Um, you can use it in a variety of different waters, you know. It's, um, but what I'm going to be talking about here more specifically is how to choose the best first rod that you can for the kinds of waters you fish the most. Uh, but again... Don't overthink it too much. Uh, whatever rod you get, you will get used to kind of the feel of it, and you'll have a great time with it regardless. But there's two main decision points here that I think we have to keep in mind when we're choosing a rod. The main one is going to be the kind of water you're fishing. And by kind of water you're fishing, I mean the vegetation around it and the width of the stream, how wide, how big the water is, how big the stream or the river is. Um... And then, you know, so the kind of water you're fishing, talking about vegetation around you and the water itself. And then the, the second point is going to be the size of fish. Let me talk about size of fish first because that kind of gets, you know, it simplifies our choices a little bit more quickly. Um, any of the Tenkara rods work great for the 10 to 20 inch fish. Uh, but if you know that you're going to constantly be targeting larger fish, and by larger I mean, let's say, 17-inch trout and over, or you're going after bass quite a bit, then the one rod that I'd really like to recommend you look at is the Amago. The Amago is what we classify as our big fish rod. If you're going to be fishing for a variety of kinds of fish, and occasionally you might hook a 20-incher, uh, any of the rods will work fine. So that kind of gets that out of the way right away. Now let's talk about types of water. And actually I should mention in terms of size of fish, even our lightest rod will you know, handle the, the occasional 20-inch fish and that kind of thing. Um, the Amago is just kind of what makes it easier to bring the fish in a little bit more quickly because we kind of built a little extra resistance into it. Uh, the Ito is a good option as well uh, if you're targeting larger fish because you get a longer rod, a little bit more leverage to play fish with, uh, and it just works really well as well. So those two rods, I would say, are, you know, if you're targeting larger fish in bigger waters. Now let's talk about types of waters that you're fishing. Um, when, it when it comes to types of waters, as I mentioned, there's two things to keep in mind, vegetation and the size of the water itself. So vegetation is the kind of tree that we find around us and on top of us. Um, ask yourself, are you fishing waters that have tons of canopy right overhead and maybe the canopy is like only, you know, 15, 20 feet high? Um, is it like, you know, kind of um, deciduous kind of trees that kind of shoot over the stream? Or is it more kind of evergreens that stay on the side of the streams? When it comes to vegetation... Um, 
if you have a lot of canopy and just a lot of foliage, a shorter rod is going to start feeling a little bit easier because you can control things a little bit more. You can stay away from those branches that hang overhead more easily. Uh, if you have more kind of a, like an open kind of stream uh, with pine trees like evergreens on the shores, you can get away with longer rods much more easily. So with that in mind, there's a as a general rule or as a generalization, we're finding that people that are fishing eastern streams, uh, like the Appalachian Mountains, for example, in places that are very, very lush and dense, they tend to like the shorter rods, like the rodo, for example. If you're fishing western kind of streams, and this is a generalization, it's not across the board, but western streams where we have a lot of pine trees and evergreens, uh, we can get away with longer rods. So first of all, uh, shoot for getting the longest rod that you can, you know, for the kind of water you, you're going to be fishing. Um, now the sato is kind of our main recommendation. I'm going to start here. I'm going to talk about the rods and kind of how we recommend them. Uh, and then you can probably make a decision based on that as opposed to the, talking about vegetation because, you know, whatever rod you're going to get, uh, you're going to be fishing a variety of types of waters anyways. The Sato is that adjustable rod that you can fish from 10 feet 8 inches to 12 feet 9 inches. That's our main recommendation pretty much across the board. That gives you, the, you know, a good longer rod for when you want it. Uh, but also a pretty short length, 10 and a, 10 and a half feet or 10 feet 8 inches that is on the shortest end of the sato is a very short tenkata rod to begin with. Uh, so the sato covers the main lengths. It's one that we really like to recommend because of that. Um, if you want to fish it even shorter, you can hold it above the handle and essentially you, you can effectively fish the sato at about nine and a half or nine feet long approximately. Very short in terms of tenkata rods. Um, but if you're fishing, you know, and this is like the water that you're fishing the most. I mean, the, the sato is the one that I really like to recommend. Uh, the one next to that is probably the iwana. The iwana is a 12-foot long rod. If you choke up on the grip, you can fish it at around 11 feet or so. Um, and the, the sato is a, you know, uh, it, it's got the adjustable feature. It's got this place to put a plug in that we developed. It's kind of unique because you don't lose the plug. Uh, the Iwana is just a really good value, um, good, good um, rod for the price. Uh, those are the main recommendations. I would start looking at those. But if you're telling yourself that, you know, you're fishing very tight waters all the time, your favorite kind of water is going to be headwaters and, you know, very dense canopy kind of places, then look at the roto. The roto is the shortest rod in our lineup, uh, eight, and a half, uh, 8 feet 10 inches to 10 and a half feet. Um, at the shortest length, if you were to grip above the handle, uh, you know, in the blank of the rod, you can effectively fish with a rod at around seven and a half feet long. So very short. Um, you can get it really, really short. And I consider the rod a little bit more of a specialized rod if you know you're fishing very tight waters most often. Um, and then we have the ito. 
the Ito is our longest rod. It's a little bit more specialized on the other end of the spectrum, 13 feet or 14 feet, 7 inches. It's one of those adjustable rods. And it's the primary one that I like to recommend if you're fishing bigger kinds of waters, like the Madison River, you know, the Delaware. Um, waters that are, and by water rivers, I mean like 60 feet across, uh, something like that, where... You know, ten. You can be in the water, maybe, or it's going to usually be a little bit more open. Um, but you want extra reach and that kind of thing. As I mentioned earlier, any of the rods can be used interchangeably in a variety of kind of water, um, and try to get the longest rod you can. Personally, I actually use the Ito almost everywhere. Uh, you know, once you get used to the longer length of Tenkara rods and how to maneuver them. You can start using them in a lot of different kinds of waters you might not expect. So I fish, my home water here is Boulder Creek here in Boulder, Colorado. It's about, you know, from 30 to 40 feet across. Uh, 40 feet being like a very wide part of it. On average, it's probably about 30 feet across. Uh, some places have canopy. Some places are more like pine trees on, on the outsides, on the shore. Um, I use the the... I use the sat, or sorry, the the ito, at around 13 feet long, um, pretty much all the time there, you know, because I'm used to the longer length, and I use a shorter line than the rod is. So I use 13 foot, 14, seven inch rod, uh, with about 12 to 13 feet of line when I use that rod in the in the, in the Boulder Creek. So you can, that just kind of, and I mentioned that just to kind of give you a sense that, you know, you can use one rod in a variety of kind, kinds of waters as well. Again, let's look at, you know, look at the Sato first as the kind of adjustable rod. If you can afford it, it's a great rod, very lightweight feeling on the hand. Um, it's got a nice feature for you to prevent you from losing the plug. It's adjustable. Uh, it's the rod that I designed to kind of eliminate the you know, the the anxiety of trying to choose a rod that you want as a good value of that, uh, 12 foot long rod. The rotos are shortest rod, and it's gonna be good if you know you're fishing very tight waters all the time. The Ito, uh, it tends to be a really popular second rod for a lot of people once you get used to the length of Tenkara rods. The Ito is a longer, more intimidating rod in the beginning, but a lot of people get it as their second rod. Um, I do love it if you're fishing larger kinds of waters and you want something that, but you're not necessarily just catching a lot of very large fish, I recommend the Ito. If you're going after large fish very often, the Amago is a great rod option. So those are the five rods uh, that we have in our lineup. I'm hoping that this kind of gives you an idea why they exist. You know, we try to have pretty much no overlap or very little overlap between our rods. Uh, and we, you know, have to feel very strongly that there's a reason for a rod to exist in our lineup for us to offer it. We've discontinued a few rods and we kind of released a few new rods over the years. Trying to find this really kind of um, thing that makes the decision making here very easy. You know, very tight waters, all around kind of waters, you know, variety, you know, then you get one of the middle, middle lengths big fish or our big waters you know that's kind of how you can look at it five rods one day we'll have one rod that does it all but for now those five rods are what we offer and i hope that this kind of gives you an idea of how to decide which rod to get 
Um, one rod can fish in a variety of waters really well, so don't feel uh, too much pressure to decide on the perfect rod. And if you want to keep it simple, get the Sato or the Iwana. Those are two great rods. Now let's talk about lines. Uh, there's two different lines that are typically used with Tenkara and two lines that we offer. There's the taper line and there's a level line. The taper line and the level line are a little bit different from each other and there's pros and cons. Um, but if you want to, you know, actually I'll, I'll just talk about them first and I'll find a way to help you keep it simple. The taper line, you either buy it or make it at a specific length. Uh, our lines come in 11 feet or 13 feet um, for the taper lines. The advantage of the taper line is that it's incredibly easy to cast and to set up. But honestly, there's not a huge difference um, you know, in terms of like how long it's going to take you to learn how to cast the level line over the taper line. So we have the taper line and the level line. One of them, the taper line, is a furrow line that, you, that has to be handmade. Um, and it's got this texture to it, and it's a very specific length. You buy it at, at a specific length. Uh, the level line, on the other hand, it's a line that looks a little bit more what most people recognize as a fishing line. It's an extruded line designed specifically for casting with a tenkara rod. And level line comes in a spool of 65 feet and then from there you can cut whatever length you want so it's a little bit more versatile in that way um, when possible um, you know I like to recommend people try both because it really comes down mostly to a matter of personal preference with the two different types of lines uh, it's not like one line is better for one condition or the other and that kind of thing it's um, a lot of times it's a personal preference how you how you kind of feel it casts. Um, I personally am a level line guy. I use the level line only. Um, it's one of my one of my main teachers. That's what he uses. Uh, I find that the versatility in the level line, where I can cut whatever length I want, I can join two lines together if I want to. I can cut some off when I'm fishing. I like that part of it. But let's talk about the two different lines again. The taper line, you make it or buy a certain length. Super easy to cast and set up the first time. It might take you two or three casts to learn how to cast it. The level line, on the other hand, might take you six or seven casts. I mean, it's not a big difference here. Uh, but you can make it whatever length you want, and you can adjust it as on the go if you really feel that you need to. Um, with the level line, you know, things start getting a little bit more complex and only because we felt there was a need uh, to cater to people that have been doing Tenkara for some time. The level line comes in different weights as well. Um, and it's not to be confused with the weights of Western fly lines. It's, uh, it's a little bit different from those. But the concept is the same. So the lighter, the smaller the number, the lighter it is. The lighter it is, the more challenging it is going to be to cast, you know, in different conditions, but you're going to be able to keep the line off the water more easily. So the level lines come in three different weights. We have a 2.5 weight, 3.5, 4.5. And we chose those weights uh, because they're, so they don't get confused with Western fly line weights. They're very, very different. 
uh, to give you a point of reference, the level line weights that are, uh, it's based on a Japanese numbering system, uh, but roughly 2.5 is roughly about 10 pound test of fluorocarbon. Um, 4.5 is about 17 pound test fluorocarbon, uh, approximately, you know, and I just mentioned this to kind of give you a sense of the diameters and that kind of thing. Um, but they're designed specifically for casting with Tenkara. The main difference between the level line and other lines is that we can see the line very easily. Uh, it's a very opaque, uh, fluorescent kind of color. You need to be able to see your line. That's one really important thing. Um, and also the, the stiffness and the weight is just the right stiffness and weight for casting. Now, you know, and this typically, like when you're at this point, when you're looking at different weights of different level lines, you probably have been doing Tenkata for a little bit longer. Um, then you start wondering like what the other lines feel like. To begin with, just pick the middle weight. 3.5. That's what I personally use across the board. I pretty much don't use the other weights all that much, uh, except for when I'm testing them. So a little recap here, because I know it can get a little complicated, a little daunting, but we have the taper line, which is super easy to cast. Anybody can learn how to cast really, really quickly. Some people like the soft feeling of the cast. Then we have the level line, and the level line comes in three different weights, 2.5, 3.5, 4.5. To start off, if you're going to get one, pick the middle one. Um, in terms of choosing between the two, if you don't want to think about it at all, you just want to have one line just to kind of go fishing and not ever think much about it, get the taper line. If you want a little bit more flexibility and you kind of feel like this is a sport that you kind of really want to play with and kind of experiment a little bit more with in terms of line lengths and that kind of thing, pick a spool of the level line. Uh, the level line is going to be a little cheaper. You can make four or five lines out of one spool for the same price as one spool of the taper line. Um, in terms of the weights of the level lines, 2.5 is going to be easier to keep off the water, but really hard to cast, especially when it's windy. 3.5 is a, just our bread and butter. That's what we like to recommend. 4.5 is going to sag a little bit more under the tip of the rod, but it's going to be easier to cast in general, but specifically uh, or especially more easily to cast when it's windy. So those are the lines. Now, for the lines, the, one of the only accessories that we have is a line holder. Uh, we do like to recommend you get a spool uh, to hold the line. And that's just something that you can manage in line when you have to move from one place to the other. You, you have to have something to wrap it around. And we like to spool systems the best. Um, just because you can keep the line in one spool and, and then you can take the line away and having a home for it. We are going to have a new product. Ooh, spoiler alert. We have a new product coming up and we're going to announce that pretty soon for in terms of holding the the line but it's not necessarily a substitute for the the keeper for example that we offer it's something a little bit different uh you don't have to wait for it in my opinion it's just something that's going to be kind of cool when it comes out um so i've talked about the rods talked about the the lines let's talk a little bit about the flies don't have to talk a lot about them because uh, we only have four flies <laughs> that we offer on our website, very different from any other fly fishing kind of company. Now, first, before I even start, you can use any fly with Tenkara. 
If you already have a fly fishing background, use whatever fly you're used to, that's fine. Um, with Tenkara, there's a slightly different way of thinking about flies where we don't, we're not trying to imitate particular bugs. We're not trying to create all these different elaborate patterns. Instead, we're using suggestive flies that suggest just about any bug out there and focusing on our presentation of the fly. Um, a few episodes ago, I talked about techniques to present the fly. I highly recommend you listen to that just to kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about. And I talk a little bit more about that in that episode. Um, any other flies that we offer will work to catch fish. That's the, the main point here. If you come from a western fly fishing background, um, any of the flies you already use will catch fish. Uh, take a look at the Tenkara flies. We have a lot of videos on our website on how to tie them as well if you tie flies. I find that the Tenkara flies are very versatile. You can use it in a variety of situations and that kind of thing. Uh, but the common question that we get in terms of flies, uh, when people are just starting off and they need to pick up some flies. First, which flies? Second, how many flies? You know, one of the things with fly fishing, tenkara or otherwise in Western fly fishing, is that we will lose flies. That's just part of the sport. We're going to get hung up on trees eventually and going to have to break off. Uh, the amount of flies that you're going to go through in a particular day is going to vary a lot. I mean, it might be, you might go through quite a few flies if it's a very dense place and when you're just starting off. Uh, dense, I mean, dense foliage and you're just beginning. Uh, as you get experience, you start getting uh, caught much less on the trees. But occasionally, you might have a day that you're a little bit more distracted. <laughs> and, you know, it happens to me even. Uh, and I might lose a few more flies than usual. Uh, some days, I'm just really kind of into the fishing. And, you know, I'm just kind of more focused. And even in dense foliage, I might not even lose a single fly, even a, in a full day of fishing. Uh, that's kind of rare. But, you know, I, I would say on average, an experienced angler might lose two or three flies in a kind of, a, you know, medium uh, density foliage kind of place. But in the beginning, you might lose a dozen flies in a day. It's a lot. I, I don't expect you, 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 you lose that many flies. But in terms of flies, which flies should you get? Any of the flies in our selection work. Um, Size 12 is kind of like the middle standard size. Um, Jason Sparks actually has a rule of 12s, he says. Get a 12-foot rod, 12-foot line, size 12 fly. And I think that's a really good rule uh, Jason came up with, Jason Sparks. And so on the flies, get a size 12 and you'll be all right. Um, the flies that we offer on our website, uh, those are the ones that I personally use. Uh, my rule of thumbs are size 12 is kind of the standard. Size 8, especially when the water is running a little faster or murkier, I want to give the fish a chance to see my fly more easily. Size 16, uh, for places where there's more pressure on the water and the fish are not taking anything else. Uh, so that's how I kind of go about it. If you're trying to put a fly box together to get started, I would say a dozen or two dozen flies to, to begin with is a really good number. Um, you know, and then you can get a variety. You can get like one one set of each of the flies is probably a good place to start, um, or two sets of each flies if you if you want to fill up a box a little bit more um, for for a few more outings and that kind of thing. 
So the flies are kind of a simple part of it. There's not a huge amount of decision making uh, that you have to make when you're buying it. And it's just one of those things you're probably going to either buy them or tie them, uh, you know, just to have a good variety and a good selection in your box anyways. All right, so 30 minutes of talking about rods, lines, and flies. I mean, Tenkata, it is a simple method of fishing, but uh, you do have to spend a little bit of time shopping and trying to find, you know, the good good items that you want to get. And I'll put a couple of plugs in here as well since I'm talking about the rods, lines, and flies that we offer. Uh, at Tenkata USA, we have a really good warranty on our rods and really good customer service, period. When you're buying the rod, if you find that, you wish you had a different rod. You you found that you uh, you know purchased the wrong rod. Just give us a shout. Contact us, and uh, definitely within 60 days we'll make an exchange uh, for you without any problems. Um, but you know, just give us a shout if you need anything in terms of the rods. Also, the other cool thing about the rods that we offer: if you were to ever break any of the rods that we offer. Um, 99% of the cases, you never have to ship the rod back to us. Just contact our customer service uh, department at 888-ITENCADA, 888-483-6527. And what we do is if you stepped on a segment, you broke a tip or whatever it is, we just send you the replacement parts that you need. So that's something that we've developed that is really unique in the industry. Um you don't have to mail anything back to us and you don't have to be waiting a long time and you don't have to spend the money to ship the rod somewhere. Uh, we try to make it very quick and painlessly for you to replace the segments that might have broken. You just unscrew the cap on the bottom, remove whatever parts are broken, put a new one in. Uh, so that's what we call Tenkata Care. That's our warranty program. And I thought I'd mention it here because it, it is an important decision factor in terms of choosing a rod you want to have good customer service and you want to be able to fix a rod that breaks uh, quickly and easily or if you're buying the rod for somebody else you want to be sure that that person if if the rod ever breaks for whatever reason it can be repaired very easily uh, so you can always give us a shout and uh, we have a very responsive customer service team that will get your rod up and running very quickly um, so I hope that kind of helps. I um, I know, you know, like I was recently shopping for an ice axe. I'm actually an ice climber too. And I know it's a very daunting process to select, you know, from what is out there. But at least we're dealing here with five rod options, very distinct, different lengths. With an ice axe for climbing, man, I was, uh, I was losing my mind trying to find the right ones. I was spending hours researching it. Uh, so hopefully this half an hour episode will be uh, worth the while for you to listen to and hopefully it'll help you decide what rod you want to get. If you have any questions, uh, email us, info at tenkatausa.com. Give us a call, 888-483-6527. Uh, our guys, TJ and John, uh, they answer the phone and uh, they're both anglers and they're going to be happy to answer questions that you might have about what rod to get. Uh, and... Um, Hopefully you'll find yourself with a Tinkata rod in hand and fishing sometime soon. Uh, but just let us know too if you, uh, you you can always post the questions on our Facebook page or on the tinkatausa.com forward slash podcast page. Till next time on the Tinkata Cast.
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Tenkara Cast. I hope you have been enjoying the content that we're putting out there. I'd like to thank you all for the support by purchasing the Tenkara Yosei rods, lines, and flies. Uh, it really makes it possible for me to have the energy and time to come out here and record these podcasts. I'm trying to put the podcast out every week. Wednesdays or Thursdays. It kind of depends on when I'm able to upload them. But uh, once a week, I want to get it out there so you can listen to it on your drive to go fishing and uh, or during work and that kind of thing. So you have something to entertain you for the weekend. And um, if you, by any chance, use iTunes, uh, we'd, I'd love to ask for your review. Uh, it's a really important uh, platform. A lot of people use iTunes to uh, subscribe to their podcasts. If you can leave us a review, let us know what uh, we're doing right, how you're enjoying it. It gets us uh, in front of more people when you do that. So I'd love to ask for your support in doing that. And... Uh, just stay tuned for next episode. Subscribe to the Tenkara Cast in your podcast uh, software, whatever you're using it, and uh, let us know what you'd like to listen to next, and I'll try to record an episode just for you. And here you're listening to the song Drift Along by Takenobu. I'd like to thank him again for letting us use his music. You can check out his albums at takenobumusic.com. This is the album Exposition. <laughs>